Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world, as well as everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spotify. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back, Rocco. I'm looking forward to talking about the wide world of sports. Wide world of sports. But before we get into that, tell everyone about Classy Communications and where they can find you. Well, Classic Communications is a full-service public relations and marketing company, and we help businesses, organizations, and individuals to uh, promote themselves, increase sales, and create front-of-mind awareness. And to learn more about our company, you can go to ClassyCommunications.net. All right. Amazing. Now, this sports, this wide world of sports, if we're going to have dialogue, we can't talk about anything before we get into Kobe Bryant. Now, Kobe Bryant, it's been a year since his death. There's a lot of people who still talk about him to this day. There's people who say he's top five all time. There's people who say he's top 10 all time. There are current NBA players who model his game after him. But overall, what do you think Kobe's legacy has been in sports? Well, I mean, in, in, I guess Kobe really has two legacies. Uh, well, I mean, it, really, there's the legacy as this champion basketball player, obviously won five titles, played on those great teams with the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq. I mean, maybe the greatest duo in the history of the NBA. Uh, and so there's that legacy of him. But there's also uh, the legacy of success in other areas of life. And I think a lot of that came out after his death, where we got more of an understanding of what the Mamba mentality is all about uh, and how he had a bigger a bigger vision of what he wanted to do with the things that he had learned in his athletic journey and, you know, being a young star, going through a full professional career, this background that he had living overseas because his father was a basketball player overseas for a long time. You know, this is a young guy that had lived a lot of life and had succeeded basically at everything that he had done. And so there's this whole Mamba mentality uh, that I think a lot of people are learning more about now that he has passed. And so that coupled with his athletic career, which was just stellar, I do think he is definitely one of the top 10 players uh, in the history of the NBA, if not one of the top five players. When it comes to Kobe Bryant, nobody could take away his performance on the court. All right, nobody can take away the fact that, you know, athletically, he was one of the greatest of all time on the hardwood. But you brought up his legacy off the court. 
a lot of people didn't know that he was an ambassador when it came to Italy because of his connections to overseas. There was the fact that he had a huge presence with the WNBA. He would go to their events. He would cheer on the WNBA players. He even shouted them out on Twitter a good amount of times. So let's talk about the future for a second because I feel like Kobe's legacy is actually going to be more towards the future. There are still all these players from high school that looked up to Kobe. Like I interviewed a high school recruit here in Las Vegas not that while ago, and I asked him who one of his biggest influences was, and it was his immediate answer was Kobe Bryant. So do you think that the future of the NBA, the basketball players who are not in the league yet, do you think that Kobe's legacy will affect them? Because I say that's what we really need to be talking about here. Uh, well, I think absolutely, Rocco, especially the ones that were alive to be able to watch him play. And because he had such a long career, I mean, I guess he had a 20-year, was it a 20-year career in the NBA? And yes, so did. that generation, these young players, although a lot of them didn't really see him in his prime, I mean, I, I consider Kobe's prime was around when he hit 82 and I think that was around 2006, 2007. Don't quote me on that. But I think that was really when he was in his prime or maybe when they won those last two championships uh, back to back uh, in the mid 2000s. Uh, so for a lot of these younger guys, they were young guys, you know, very young. They're kids at that time. And so they were watching him as a child. So they were able to see Kobe Bryant actually play so i think for that generation uh definitely if they had the chance to watch him play then that's going to be the person that you know that's the way that it seems to work as if especially as a young person it's the person that you watch as you're coming up you're you're young in sports you're gaining your your love of sports and you admire certain athletes and i think definitely these ones maybe for another five years or so they watched Kobe play. And so they're going to still have a lot of admiration for him. Now you've got, of course, a whole new set of stars in the NBA, and there will be another one who they'll pattern themselves after at that point. But yes, Kobe is going to have a lot of significance uh, in, in ter for, for the rest of his life, actually. Well, I mean, he has passed, but for forever, Kobe has really left a, an imprint on the NBA and on society in general that I don't think is ever going away. We're talking about Kobe Bryant here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. What I've always understood about Kobe was that most people knew about the Mamba mentality. And after he ended his NBA career, he started the Mamba Academy. And he had all of these people that were in it. He had all these younger uh, basketball players that were learning the Mamba mentality, but let's just ask the question, what do you think the Mamba mentality is, and what do you think the younger generation can learn from said Mamba mentality? Well, for me, Rocco, the overall theme of the Mamba mentality is just excellence, and I mean, I, I if there's Say what you want about Kobe Bryant, but the one thing that I don't think anyone could say is that this man did not aspire for excellence. 
in every aspect of his life, from basketball, from the endeavors in the business world. He actually he won an Academy Award even before he passed away. So yes, he did. I, I would say that the Mamba mentality represents excellence, the pursuit of excellence. And of course, his work ethic was legendary. I mean, as a basketball player and all aspects uh, of his life. So I would say work ethic and the pursuit of excellence is what I would connect with the Mamba, the Mamba mentality being. Okay. And with that being the excellence and what I've always said Mamba mentality is, is that I'm going to work twice as hard as you, and I'm going to show you that you might be the hardest worker in the room, but I'm going to outwork you. In fact, there was a story from Jay Williams not recently where he said that he arrived two hours before uh, everyone else because he wanted to get some practice in because the Bulls were going to play the Lakers. And he's hearing dribbling from across the court, and he sees that it's Kobe Bryant. And, you know, he does his uh, workout, he's doing his training, he's doing all his practices, and he's thinking he's doing really good. And then he's starting to untie his shoelaces, and he looks over, and Kobe Bryant's still going. And, like, Kobe Bryant did it for almost another half hour, and then he stopped and got, and got off the court. Well, they played the game later that night, and Jay Williams was so curious, he walked up to Kobe Bryant and asked him, hey, why did you uh, work out so hard when, I, when we were practicing earlier? He said, because you walked in the room. He was like, I wanted to prove to you that it doesn't matter how hard you work, somebody's going to work harder. Like, I've always felt that's what the Mamba mentality is, is that somebody is always going to work harder than you uh, no matter what industry you're in. Like, do you think that's true to an extent? Like, like you're going to work hard, but somebody's always going to find a way to work harder than you. Well, I do agree that, I mean, hard work solves almost any problem uh, that you may have in, in terms of your your pursuit of excellence, whatever that is. I mean, uh, yes, a person with a with a hardworking mentality really can can open up an incredible amount of doors. I mean, just pure work ethic. And that's, you know, that's what Kobe Bryant was all about. I mean, people who work hard tend to be really successful. I think there's a little bit more than just hard work. I mean, Kobe Bryant was a hard worker, but he had his dad's athletic genes and the exposure, <laughs> you know, to that, that MBA environment. So yes, I do agree that work ethic is absolutely something that's essential uh, in success. But I think Kobe also benefited from the fact that he was six foot six and had a dad who played in, in the NBA who was a, I mean, so yeah, but it, it doesn't matter in any endeavor in life. The people who work the hardest tend to be the most successful. So yes, that definitely is, as I had mentioned before, hard work. Uh, and I think that hard work is a part of the pursuit of excellence, is that you're on the path to excellence when you work hard. Hard work is always going to be a part of life. It doesn't matter if you're an athlete, if you're an actor, if you're a musician, or if you're in uh, public relations. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Hard work is always something that's going to take into effect. But if you have to have the ability at the end of the day, Kobe Bryant, gone but not forgotten. His legacy will always be a part 
of the NBA, always be a part of the sports world. We are the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classic Communications. We'll be right back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, W-A-M-P-T-V. Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. 
I am your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. The Los Angeles Lakers, second best record in the league. You have LeBron James performing like an MVP. Anthony Davis as the Robin to Batman. Do you think the Los Angeles Lakers could re- repeat as NBA champions and why? Well, Rocco, I think they have as good a chance as any team in recent memory of repeating um, just based on the fact that they have that duo. Um, you know, you've got two of the, in my opinion, two of the top five players in the world, or I mean, at least two of the top 10 players in the world, uh, certainly on one roster. Uh, and I felt in a lot of ways they got stronger in their short off season in terms of uh, Harold coming on board and Schroeder coming on board. They got younger players to replace some of the ones that they lost to free agency uh, and really just barring bad health. I mean, you never know what can go wrong in terms of health. I mean, that's always an issue. Uh, But I would say, in my opinion, uh, defensively, offensively, and just having a winner like LeBron James, who's won now championships with three different teams. I just think that they are superior to any other team collecting all the, the collective aspect of the Lakers is, is in my opinion, pretty significantly superior to all the other teams uh, in the NBA. Uh, so I would say everybody's trying to catch up to the Lakers right now. And I see again, as long as they stay healthy and that's a big, that's a big if because, because it's a long season, but if they are, able to stay healthy uh, LeBron James is getting up there in age and that's when you become more susceptible to injury and if if he were to sustain an injury or if uh, AD were to sustain an industry I mean an injury that's another story but if they're healthy uh, I really think they have an outstanding chance to repeat we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers here on the sports angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications the Lakers they do have an older roster, which last year proved that that doesn't matter. You can win a championship even with the second oldest roster in the NBA. What we need to focus on is this. LeBron James, he's going to be trying to go get another MVP. LeBron James, I have him as the second best player in the NBA as of right now. But do you think that LeBron James, do you think he either helps this team move forward or do you think that he's making this team go backwards in terms of uh, chemistry wise because I've always made the argument that team chemistry is like one of the most important aspects of basketball if you don't have chemistry you're not going to win Right. I think a lot of the chemistry that LeBron James creates with the Lakers, Rocco, is based on his his success that he's had. So he's a ball dominant player. I mean, I think everyone who plays with him, whether it was in Miami, where Dwayne Wade was basically the leader of that team uh, when he went there and had to kind of step aside to let LeBron be ball dominant. But the result of that was that they got two championships. Then he went back to Cleveland and he basically uh, the same thing. Kyrie Irving was probably the most ball dominant player uh, until LeBron came back. And then 
LeBron became the most dominant player because LeBron is the best player on the court about 99% of the time. Same thing when he came to LA, he, he becomes the most ball dominant player. But the thing about him and his ball dominance is LeBron knows how to get the ball in the right hands. He knows where to be on the court at all times. He's a super intelligent basketball player. And I think that that's greatly underrated. So in terms of chemistry, I think that what happens with these teams is they build their chemistry around this once in a lifetime skill set that LeBron James has. So the type of chemistry that you have when you're playing with LeBron James might be different than some of the other teams when you're talking about team chemistry. Maybe like the Warriors a couple of years ago where we they really didn't have a ball-dominant player as they were winning those championships because you had Steph Curry and Durant and you had Clay. No one was really so much ball-dominant, but that ball-dominance that LeBron James has with it, and it's just because, again, he's such a superior player that you, you, you let him. And Michael Jordan was that way. He was also very ball-dominant and and so uh, I think that the chemistry that these teams build and the Lakers are no different revolves around LeBron James and it tends to work. We're talking about the NBA here on the sports angle. I'm your host Rocco. We are here with Guy Dawson from classy communications. I understand how valuable LeBron James is and his story of being in the league for so long and still being so dominant at his age is remarkable, all right? I'm never going to take that away from him. But at the same time, let's focus on Anthony Davis for a second. Anthony Davis is in his prime right now. Anthony Davis is one of the best big men in the NBA. I have him as a top 10 player in the NBA, absolutely no doubt. But when they, when everyone talks about the Lakers, they always talk about LeBron. They always talk about, you know, King James, is there a reason why Anthony Davis gets overshadowed? And more importantly, is Anthony Davis what Klay Thompson was in Golden State with Curry? Is he what Pippen was with Jordan? Is he what Parker was with Duncan? Is he the number two guy who doesn't get that much respect? Well, I would say the that he is a number two, but the guy is a superstar number two. I mean, we're seeing something that we've probably not seen. The only other place where we've seen two superstars at this level, other than I guess it's sort of with the Nets now, we're, we're probably seeing it for the third time. And the jury is still out on how well that's going to work. But I mean, you had Durant and Steph Curry playing for the Warriors where you have two superstars who were playing together on a team at one time. And at this at this stage, I mean, LeBron James, who would have thought that he would still be at the level of superstar and an MVP candidate at this age, but he is. But I also feel that AD is a superstar player in the NBA. And so this is a unique experience with having these two superstar players. Yes, LeBron overshadows AD, and it's because 
AD never won anything until he got together with LeBron James. I mean, as long as he was in New Orleans, they were an early exit team out of the playoffs. They were underachievers. And I would say that LeBron James is the alpha male. I know they talk a lot about that in the NBA is that you've always got an alpha male player uh, on your team. And I would say that LeBron is that alpha male player. He makes AD better. And I don't think AD would have a championship right now if it weren't for the fact that they brought that he was brought over to the Lakers to play along with LeBron James. And so, yes, I would say he is overshadowed, but I'm, I'm thinking that he's probably pretty comfortable with that the same way that, I feel Durant was overshadowed still by Steph Curry because Steph was the leader of that team. So, but there, that doesn't mean that they both aren't superstars and AD is definitely a superstar. Now we've talked about the top two players on the Lakers roster. All right. We've talked about LeBron. We've talked about AD, but let's not forget about the trio that also works alongside them with the starting rotation. I mean, they have Dennis Schroeder from the Atlanta Hawks. He has been an amazing pickup for them, bringing over Montrez Harrell, who was with the Houston Rockets to begin his career. He has been a great addition to the Lakers roster. And uh, KCP, who came over from Detroit, was considered a bust over there. And then he comes over to the Lakers, and they've made his career a complete 180. So... When you have those guys like a Harrell, like a Pope, like a Schroeder, who have come over from different teams, do you think that it was calculated that the Lakers brought those guys in at that certain time? Do you think that there was a reason why they did that? Well, you have to have you have to have that strong second tier. So you've got these two superstar players, but when you look at all the dominant teams throughout history in the NBA. They've always had very strong supporting casts. It's not good. Uh, it's not necessarily a recipe for success to just have two dominant players. You can look back in history where there have been other teams who've had two dominant players who have not been successful. And I think part of the issue is uh, team chemistry, like we were talking about uh, a little earlier in the segment. But these second-tier players are really critical towards uh, the overall success of the team. You have to have them defensively. You have to have people that can be on the court when your stars leave the court and keep you in the game. And so that's where a KCP and a Schroeder and a, a Harrell, uh, they keep you in the game because you can't have these, these star players out on the court all the time. And what I like about the Lakers, that's similar to the Patriots with the NFL, it's similar to the Yankees with MLB, they don't rebuild, they reload. Rondo left, let's go get Schroeder. Uh, McGee left, let's go get Harrell. Uh, Howard left, let's go get Gasol. The Lakers reload their roster, and I respect that. We're going to stay with the NBA here on the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco. We're here with Guy Dawson. From Classic Communications, don't go anywhere. Hi, 
Attention business owners, you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113 Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, AMP TV. 
big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world, as well as everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spotify. I am your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from the from Classic Communications. The NBA season, with it being only 56 games, there is 15 games that have been played so far. We're getting towards the 25% mark of the season. And the Western Conference is deep. I mean, you have Utah, you have L.A., you have L.A. again, you have Denver, and all of those teams have won eight of their last ten games. They've all been winning consistently. So when it comes to the Western Conference, why is it so deep in the West? Why is Utah, both L.A.'s, and Denver just dominating that conference? The West has been more deep than the East for a lot of years now. And I don't know if I have a a definite answer for that, Rocco, but it's just this ongoing theme that the West has just tended to be a lot deeper. And you've got, as you mentioned, these emerging teams, these good young teams like Portland and Denver, and even Golden State starting to turn it around. Even though they don't have Clay this year, uh, Steph Curry is playing out of his mind. And uh, this wise man, this young player, uh, there's just a, I would say the West has the best crop of good young teams, along with, of course, the Lakers, you know, just being so dominant. Even Utah is a relatively young team, uh, and they are really, really performing. Even San Antonio is having a pretty good year, too, at 10 and 8. And so it's just traditionally uh, for quite a while now, the West seems to just put together the uh, the better squads. And I don't know if that's going to change or when that's going to change. Now, the odds at the BetMGM, when you look at the future to win the NBA Finals, the Lakers are obviously 5-2, to two, Clippers are 6-1, to one, but a team towards the middle shocks me if you've watched the NBA this year, and that's the Utah Jazz. I mean, the Utah Jazz are 25-1 to one to win the NBA Finals, but they have the best record in the NBA. Why do you think the Utah Jazz are 25 to 1 odds despite the fact that they have the best record in the NBA? Is it the fact that they are a quote unquote small market team in the NBA? Well, yes, I would say that that contributes to it, but you also have to look at their strength of schedule. Uh, I think that that, I'm not quite sure how strong their schedule has been uh, for these first. 18 games that they've played. It could be the reason why they've got that great record is they haven't been playing strong teams and the, and the line in Vegas reflects that, but 25 to one, that's pretty good. I mean, Utah had a pretty good team in the bubble last year. So uh, I would say as a betting man, if I'm not a betting man, if, but if I was one, uh, those are some pretty good odds to take, especially with them being 14 and four. Now they're also, again, they're in a conference that's just, stacked. And so you're going to have throughout this season, along with them having to deal with the two really strong teams, which are the Lakers and the Clippers, is you've got these other teams. They also come from small markets who are really young and strong like they are. So they've got a lot to contend with. To be able to stay up there the whole year, uh, Utah's got their hands full. And that's probably why the odds uh, are so high that they won't win the championship. But 
as a betting man, that might not be a bad bet to take. We're talking about the NBA here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. Now, this is going to hit my heart. For anyone who's watched the show or has listened to the show long enough, you will know that I'm a Los Angeles Clippers fan. And they have suffered for 49-plus years of not winning a championship. Could this finally be the year that Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, that supporting cast, is it finally the year the Clippers get past the second round? Is it finally the year that they make it to the Western Conference Championship? Well, I would say, Rocco, they have an excellent chance. I mean, just in terms of the talent on that roster, I mean, they're as good as any team in the NBA. I mean, even as good as the Lakers. When you really look up and down that roster, I mean, you've got Kawhi Leonard and George. I mean, they are a, a Batman and Robin, as you talk about. And, I mean, those are they're, – they're two big hitters. I think the biggest challenge with the Clippers is leadership. And uh, I think that Kawhi Leonard, with all of the athletic ability that he has and how, how really he's a winner and how good he is, I mean, he really is a – uh, a, a top tier player, definitely one of the top five players in the world, but his makeup is just not leadership oriented. He, he plays well when you've got a, a leadership oriented player on the roster that can take up the slack um, uh, there. And so uh, just like he had with Parker in San Antonio and he had uh, his name doesn't come to mind, the guard Kyle Lowry, Lowry when he was in yeah. Toronto. So there were some strong leaders, right? He had strong leaders that he could play alongside. And then, I mean, his athletic ability and his, 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 uh, his killer cutthroat <laughs> uh, nature really flourishes in an environment where there's someone else who's the focused leader. But he just doesn't really have that. I haven't seen that over the course of his career. He's a really quiet guy uh, who doesn't say much of anything. And generally, you need that type of a leader on your team in order to go to that next level. He had that in San Antonio. He had that in Toronto. But I don't think he really has that in L.A. And I think when it when it all comes down to it and you're playing against teams that do have that type of leadership, you, you get exposed. And that's one of the reasons why I don't think they're going to win a championship. The Los Angeles Clippers, for me, watching them this season, look, I understand that Serge Ibaka has been a nice addition. All right, He would actually be someone I would say is a leader in the locker room. I mean, Serge Ibaka was great in Oklahoma City. He was solid in Orlando for a bit, in Toronto. He has been a locker room guy here at the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard is a great player. Paul George is solid. I like Nicholas Batum. He's a veteran pickup they added this offseason. Patrick Beverly is a defensive monster. That's the reason why they have him. My biggest problem with the Clippers is the same problem I have with the Denver Nuggets, who I'm going to get into in a second, is that their bench isn't that heavy. And with the Lakers, we talked about in the last segment, they have guys coming off the bench that can come into the game and fulfill their role. The Utah Jazz, they even have a very solid bench. That's why they've been winning games. Do you think that not having a solid bench is going to cause problems for teams like the Clippers and like the Nuggets moving forward? I think all teams that win championships have strong benches. 
I mean, you have to have those players that can come in and keep you in the game uh, when your star players are off the court, when your starting five is off the, the court, which are usually your best players. Not necessarily, though. You have teams, I think, that they have a starting five, and it's not always composed of every one of those players being the best player. They just fit better with that that particular lineup and you have to have those types of players who can come in. Yes. Yes. And keep you in the game. When a a star player goes off the court, you have to have people, they may not be able to come off the bench and produce at the level of a LeBron James or uh, a Kyrie Irving or a Kawhi Leonard or any of the other great players in the league, but they def they're good enough to keep you in the game. You're putting points on the board and you're making stops. And so, So it it could be very challenging for any team. I've never seen a team win an NBA championship that did not have a better than average bench. I've never in all the years I've been watching uh, pro basketball, never, ever seen that. So that just shows you the significance. And that's another one of the challenges I think the Clippers are going to have, uh, unfortunately, because even though I'm a Laker fan, I really am pulling for the Clippers. Uh, I really would like to see them succeed. And it's just, it seems like it's always one thing or another with that franchise. I've been watching the Clippers. I grew up in LA. And so I've been watching, I remember when they came to LA and that was way back in the early eighties, quite, quite a while ago. And they just never have been able to put together the combination that you need in order to get over the hump. It's kind of disappointing really. Yeah. I mean, I've always made the comparison that the Los Angeles Clippers were what the were what the Dallas Mavericks were for the first forty years of their existence. I mean, they were snake bitten. So what we're we're gonna focus on the Denver Nuggets for just a quick second. I mean, they have a top five player in the NBA in Nikola Jokic. They have a solid point guard, Jamal Murray. They're on a five game winning streak as we speak. So why is it that the Denver Nuggets are being kind of under the radar in the NBA. Because once again, they don't. no one's really talking about them, but yet they have a top five player in Nikola Jokic. Yeah, the Nuggets are a good young team, without a doubt. I mean, they showed that in the playoffs uh, in, the, in the bubble season that we just had. So I would say that they are a good, good, strong young team. I don't really think that they're at that elite level. And I think they showed that when they played the Lakers uh, in the playoffs last year, they're just not quite there. I think they need a couple of more pieces to the puzzle to get them to that elite level. They're just not quite there. And that's why they might be under the radar. Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. The Western Conference has been fun to watch. It's been an exciting time. We're going to stay with our basketball conversation here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We're here with Guy Dawson from Classic Communications. Don't go anywhere. The multi-format network is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. 
Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is an urgent health notice. All residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902-800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Attention business owners, you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I am your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. Now, in its very brief 22-year existence, There has been a lot of discussion about the WNBA, and a lot of people are wondering what they can do to improve the game, what they can do to make it better and get more people into watching the sport. And I want to ask you, and I want to ask everyone around the world who listens to this show, when it comes to the WNBA, is there anything that you can immediately think of 
that would make the product better, that would make it where more people from a casual perspective will tune into the WNBA? I don't know if it's the product itself, Rocco, that's been the issue with the WNBA. I think that team sports in general involving women just don't seem to be all that popular. And it doesn't matter what the sport it is. Uh, it, it seems like the popularity of women's sports tends to be in individual sports like ice skating and tennis. And, I, and when I say popularity, I mean in terms of where you're building big stars, right? And uh, so much of sports is driven by the people who we perceive to be the stars of these sports franchises. And you just don't seem to see that very much in the team environment of women's sports, but you do see it in the individual sports. So, you'll, you know, you have the Williams sisters and you have Osaka and you've had so many of these great skaters through the years uh, that become. And that's an amateur on the amateur level. But for some reason, team sports and women, there are superstars and superstars sell tickets. So I think that that's part of the issue is how do we develop more of a of a marketing of these star players? Because you've got some great players in the WNBA. I mean, fit phenomenal athletes uh, who play hard. And uh, but I think it's more of how do we promote them, women in the team sport environment to create celebrities and superstars? Now, you brought up a great point when it came to team sports because, I mean, when you talk about the most successful women athletes in the world, you brought up the Williams sisters, you brought up Osaka. I mean, in soccer, you've had people like Alex Morgan and you know, Mia Hamm. In racing, you've had, you know, Janet Guffrey and Danica Patrick. Like, those have been mostly individual sports. When it comes to team sports, when it comes to women's hockey, it comes to women's basketball, uh, softball, for example, you don't really hear about a superstar that takes over. And I've always felt like that's the argument we need to talk about here. It's not necessarily the product. It's the fact that the WNBA, outside of a Cheryl Swoops, outside of a Lisa, a Lisa Leslie, there hasn't really been a mainstream star in the WNBA over the last 10 or 15 years. There really hasn't been a star that, you know, even the casual fan will sit there and say, oh, I immediately know who she is. I think the closest is maybe a Candace Parker or maybe a Brianna Stewart. Like, do you think that would be a fair statement to say that it's not about the product itself? It's about the fact that they don't really have a woman's basketball player that they can shine a spotlight on and all the casual fans would say, oh, I know who that is. Right. They're not household names, Rocco, as you had mentioned a second ago. Only the people who are familiar with their specific sport see them as household names. But as we know, superstardom in sports or, or widespread recognition in sports, it requires you to be someone who's recognizable to the the larger world and you so you just don't have very much of that uh in in the wnba or any women's sports for that matter but specifically the wnba you don't have someone who if you if you have a commercial if you're running a national ad 
and you put Tom Brady in that national ad, people who are not football fans know who Tom Brady is because he transcends his specific sport or LeBron James in basketball, uh, for instance. And just so many of these athletes, uh, they, they transcend their sports in terms of their popularity. But you wouldn't be able to do that with I, – I, I can't think of one athlete in the WNBA other than maybe Lisa Leslie – and as you had mentioned, Cheryl Swoops has also been a pretty big star. But other than the two of them, and that's even stretching it because I wouldn't say that Lisa Leslie is a super widely known star um, when she was playing in the WNBA. But other than that, you don't have another player in the whole league that could do that. And so I think that that definitely hurts uh, the marketability of the overall league. And I, I wish it was better because, again, I really enjoy watching the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, I do as well. I mean, for anybody who's gone to any of the Las Vegas Aces games, I've gone to one uh, in the past. It is a good experience. You know, they do have entertainment value at the WNBA. But like we brought up with advertisements, I think that's also an aspect that we need to discuss is that the NBA markets their stars. MLB markets their stars. NFL, NHL. A majority of these sports, they market the crap out of their superstars. I mean, when Nike has their advertisements, you see Serena Williams alongside you know, their uh, ambassadors. When you've seen auto racing with IndyCar, you saw Danica Patrick on the billboards and on the advertisements. So back on that aspect... Could that be something that the WNBA does to make themselves more out out there by having more advertisements where they're building up their brand? Because I think that someone like a Brianna Stewart could be a superstar if they marketed it correctly or if they market it like a Candace Parker, for example, that would make them more of a household name because that's what we're going to here. Right. I think more the marketing, not to say that the individual players wouldn't be important. I agree with you there. But I would say the marketing of the league itself to get more people to watch the WNBA, because the stars are really built out of, yes, they are partially built through the celebrity of marketing and advertising. But they're also built by the familiarity of people watching these great athletes, whatever sport it is. And so that a lot of the marketing is just someone seeing an athlete like a Danica Patrick, let's say, uh, in racing. She was a, a pretty successful uh, rate in, in in racing based on her performance. And of course, they took the success that she did achieve and they blew it to all out of all proportions because she of was course. also an attractive woman. So. There's that aspect of it, but I think if there was more coverage of the NBA, I mean, there there just isn't very much media coverage. There's You don't see many games on TV. It's just not a, a, a league that is marketed at a high level to where we would have more familiarity with these great athletes if we could watch them play more. There is one more aspect. We've been talking about the WNBA here on the Sports Angle, I'm your host, Rocco. We're here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. There is one more aspect to WNBA that I believe most people either don't understand or don't appreciate enough, and that is there is this misconception that 
you know, only reason why the WNBA is surviving is because NBA teams own the WNBA teams, that the NBA has what they call their sister teams. And for a couple of them, I, I understand why they're saying that. Like the New York Liberty is with the Brooklyn Nets. The Indiana Fever is with the Indiana Pacers. Like some of their teams, yes, you're right about that. But what most people don't know is that out of the 12 teams that are in the WNBA, almost half of them are not affiliated with the NBA. So when you understand that aspect of it, and you also understand for the last two or three years, the WNBA is starting to make a profit now. They're starting to not be in the negative. I think that they're making stellar progress. I think they're making a consistent progress to become a better league, become a better market. But when it comes to them being part of the NBA, is that going to be something that's going to hold them back from the casual fan? Do you think that their affiliation with the NBA could actually be negatively affecting them and not making it a positive? Well, that is an interesting point, Rocco. I remember when the WNBA was started in the late 90s and all the teams were affiliated with NBA teams at that time. Uh, and so there's always going to be that connection uh, with the NBA. Of course, through the years, as you had mentioned, now you've got these teams that aren't necessarily affiliated. Uh, you said about half the teams aren't actually affiliated with teams in the NBA, which I think is significant. And I think they will take on more of their own identity by not being connected to the larger brand, which is the NBA. I just think it's going to be very challenging for that to ever happen completely because I'm not sure if the NBA will ever completely disassociate themselves from the WNBA, and it's because they launched the WNBA. So I guess we'll see how things go through the years. If you start having more and more of these teams that aren't affiliated uh, with the NBA anymore, of course, the fact that they have that NBA in their name itself, WNBA, you see the, the psychological aspect of that. It's basically the women's version of the National Basketball Association. And so that's a good point that you brought up is they're constantly being considered the women's version of the NBA and not their own independent entity. And that does make a difference, I think, in the in the perception. It'll be interesting to see how that works out through the years, if there will be more of a separation there. Now. Lastly, I want to mention one final thing with WNBA, and that is their contract with uh, ESPN, their exclusive thing with Boost Mobile. They're in the right step. What I believe they need to do is when they get to the WNBA finals, they need to advertise the heck out of it. Regardless of who the teams are, they need to make sure that people know that the WNBA finals are happening on ESPN. Would you agree to that? I do, Rocco. And again, it all comes back to, um, you know, we're talking about dollars and cents here. And so it's all about market share. And, and that's all based on the amount of views that they're getting. So advertisers buy airtime based on the amount of eyes that they are going to have on that that particular athletic event. So, hey, we need to support the WNBA. That's what I would say, Rocco. If we support it more, we'll see more stars. 
definitely we need to go out and support the WNBA for the people out there in Las Vegas. When the Las Vegas Aces do come back to playing, go out, go watch a game, go support that franchise, that organization. This is the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco. Thanks to Guy Dawson from Classic Communications for coming on the show. So long, everyone. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Looking for a way to make online learning a better option for your family? When it comes to virtual learning, experience matters. Tuition-free K-12-powered schools are ready to put over 20 years of experience to work for you, giving your child the personalized learning they deserve without disruptions. With a K-12-powered school, students gain the skills they need to be prepared for their next steps in life, building a better future for each one of us. K-12, education for any one. Learn more at k12.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.